reaching Israel and the world and the world. Baruch Hashem, bless the name of the Lord. Honey, today we're gonna to be talking about authentic prayer. And I wanted to ask you, when you think of prayer, what are a couple bullet points that you feel are important for our viewers and listeners to keep in mind? Well, I think the first powerful punch to that is that it's to be just a now word, whatever is on our heart, whatever's in our mind, we just immediately take it to the Lord. That's it's good. that constant communion that we're going after. Of course, none of us have attained it perfectly, but that's what God wants. He wants us to have that revelation that He's here now, that He's here even as we're sitting here together, that He's here now and He's here every moment. I was just sharing with our granddaughter that, uh, that God is everywhere. I told her, I said, if you go in the ocean, he's in the ocean. If you go up in the airplane, he's up in the airplane. And it's just that awareness that wherever we are, he is here now. He is, he's a, he's a now word and he just wants us to commute. It doesn't matter what we're going through. It doesn't matter if we've sinned, whatever. He wants us to commune with him. Amen, that's powerful, babe. We pray for all our viewers and listeners today, Abba, that you would speak directly to our spirits by your spirit, and we would grow in your grace. We're beginning a series today that I'm calling Authentic Prayer. You can see that I'm surrounded by a lot of lush greenery, and I wanted specifically to film this episode in a situation like the one I'm in with all the lush garden around me, because the Lord originally started communing with man in a garden. There's something about being in nature, just pure creation of the Lord, that helps us to be able to connect with Him in an authentic way. When I say authentic prayer, I'm gonna be hitting on some key points that I believe are foundations for authentic prayer. A lot of people, when they hear that they ought to pray, they think of works. They think of, you know, how do I pray? Like it's something that we have to know how to do. In reality, authentic prayer has nothing to do with following a formula. So what we are gonna do is we're gonna begin to define, at least from my perspective, what authentic prayer is all about. First of all, beloved ones, authentic prayer begins by faith. What do I mean by that? If somebody doesn't have faith that there is a God and that God will respond to them when they cry out, they're not gonna be motivated to pray. So the Bible says in the book of Hebrews, chapter 11, verse six, that those that are gonna please God must first of all, believe that he exists. I mean, how are we gonna please God if we don't believe in him, right? We must believe that he exists and the author of Hebrews says, that he is a rewarder of those that diligently seek him. So that really creates a foundation for authentic prayer. It begins with believing there's a God, that he hears us, and that as we call out to him, he responds. So the author of Hebrews says that he's a rewarder of those that diligently seek him. And this sense of being rewarded for those that seek him would translate into believing that if we call upon him, he's gonna answer us. So it's very simple, 
But to believe that God will hear you creates a momentum for you to enter into communication with God. People that are trapped in darkness, that have lost a vision for the reality of God in the earth, they're not gonna be talking to them. They're not gonna be praying to them. But if you and I deepen our heart, we know there's a creator and we're desperate for answers and we're hungry to know him and to experience his reality and his presence in our life, we're gonna call out to him and we're gonna pray. So number one, authentic prayer begins with faith. Secondly, authentic prayer is authentic in the sense of, it sounds redundant, authentic prayer is authentic. But what I mean by that is that true prayer is when we call upon God from our heart in such a way that we're not putting on any type of persona. Sometimes when people pray, it's like they, they, like they change their language. You know, they begin to speak in these and thou's, oh great thou, mighty one, hear thee we pray. I mean, that's not the type of language that necessarily gets God's attention. What God responds to is when we're praying to him transparently from our heart. So authentic prayer is when we're being real with God. We would talk to him like we would talk to our trusted best friend and even beyond that. I mean, we know that the Lord knows everything about us. He knows the, 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 the vile attitude that we have sometimes. He knows sometimes the, the jealousy, the selfishness, even the hatred that we might experience in our heart. He knows all that. But the Bible says that while we were yet sinners, Christ died for us. So if Jesus died for us when we were completely living, separated from God, how much more can we trust him to love us and to accept us now that we're putting our attention upon him? The Bible tells us to come boldly, boldly before the throne of grace, despite our sin, despite our imperfection, despite the things in our soul that need to be cleansed. We can come boldly to God just as we are because of the blood of Jesus. So we wanna have confidence that we can be transparent with the Lord. The enemy perverts that true type of thinking by making people afraid to come to God because they feel sinful. That's what the enemy wants. He wants people to feel trapped in their guilt so that they'll be afraid or intimidated to talk to God. After all, that's what happened to Adam and Eve in the garden, right? The Bible tells us in the book of Bereshit or Genesis that after Adam and Eve sinned, suddenly they realized they were naked. So what does that mean? They used to be God conscious before they sinned. But when they sinned, the communication with the Lord, the connection was broken. So they no longer were God conscious. They lost that connection of God consciousness. And instead their attention just came upon themselves. They became self-conscious. And in that state of self-consciousness, they felt insecure and afraid. So the next thing they did, we read about in the book of Genesis, is they began to run from God. So they sinned, then suddenly they felt naked and they began to run. Well, mankind, humanity, is in the same plight today. They don't realize it. They're denying there is a God, but reality says that they're in the same place today as they were in at the very beginning when Adam and Eve sinned. Mankind is still beloved ones trying to cover up their nakedness 
trying to cover up that sense inside that something's not right, that sense of anxiousness that comes from not being connected to Hashem, to Father God. And in that state of anxiousness that comes as a result of the broken connection that goes once again all the way back to Adam and Eve, what man tries to do is to cover that sense of anxiety, that sense of guilt, that sense of shame, by putting things over their life, whether it be social media, whether it be illicit relationships, whether it be food, whether it be alcohol, all those things are the same thing that Adam and Eve tried to do when they tried to run from God and hide from Him. They tried to cover up their nakedness. And so the key is to not let the enemy make us feel ashamed. We need to come to God just as we are, knowing that despite our sin, we're accepted in the beloved and knowing that Jesus loves us, you and I, right here and right now, right where we're at, we can open our mouth, beloved ones, and be completely transparent with Him. That's the key, to talk to God transparently. Authentic prayer is being open and transparent with Hashem. Hashem is just a way to say the name, the great name of God. In Hebrew, it would be composed of the four Hebrew letters, yud Hey, vav Hey, which most Semitic scholars believe is pronounced abrathi Yahweh. And so we call upon the Lord, we call upon the Father, and we talk to Him, we say, Father God, I'm feeling really bad inside. I don't, I don't know what's wrong. I feel afraid or I feel lonely or I feel like my heart is defiled. Whatever it is that you're feeling, you can talk to God about it. You tell Him exactly the way that you're feeling and then you simply call out to Him for mercy and ask Him for help. Because the only way to get whole, beloved one, the only way to get healed is to let the Lord meet you right where you're at. So you have to come to Him transparently right where you're at. If you're struggling in sin, you cry out to God in the midst of your sin. You talk to Him about it, just like you talk to yourself about it, you talk to Him about it. And He enters into that place of need as you connect with Him in your place of need but it will only happen when you're being open and transparent. The last night of the crusade, there was just such a strong word of repentance. There's still hundreds here tonight. You've known about Jesus, but you've never fully given yourself to Him. And of calling people to receive the Lord, of letting people know that if the Lord is drawing you, this might be your last chance. For some of you, beloved, I hear Him saying, this is your one last chance. Because we have to come when the Lord draws us. We can't choose when to come. We have to respond to the Spirit. That's what the Bible says, if today you hear His voice, do not harden your heart. 
and let people know how serious this is. And that if you don't know the Lord, if you're not walking with Him, if you've never given your life to Him, maybe even some of you are in church, but you never got serious about God, this may be your last chance. If that's you tonight, would you raise your hand? With your hand raised, I want you to come. I want to pray for you tonight. And hundreds of people came forward to receive the Lord. And it was a powerful ending to our time of ministry. And of course, that's the main reason we come, is to bring people to Jesus so that they can receive the Lord and be saved, spirit, soul, mind, and body. The Bible says, he that believes in him shall be saved. He that calls upon the name of the Lord shall be saved. And that's what we're here to do, announce the good news of the gospel. Shalom, beloved. Whether it's through on-the-ground outreaches like the one you just saw, or whether it's through television through which we're reaching all parts of the world, we couldn't be doing it without those of you that the Lord has raised up to become monthly partners with this ministry. We are reaching so many people. And to those of you that are already our monthly partners, I wanna say thank you. To those of you that are being touched by this ministry and sense the witness of the Holy Spirit, that it's authentic and God has raised it up, I wanna ask you today, would you become a monthly partner with Discovering the Jewish Jesus? When you do, beloved, many will be blessed. See, one of the key fundamental laws or truths of the kingdom is this. God's power is perfected in our weakness. In other words, when we depend upon the Lord, when we're in a state of weakness, that's where His grace comes in and strengthens us, and it becomes a platform for future momentum and breakthrough. And so the challenge that you might be facing right now, rather than letting it make you run from God because you're ashamed of it, or because you become so fearful and anxious that the fear and the anxiety shuts you off from communion. Instead, what you do is you connect with God in your challenge, even having faith, which was our first point, authentic prayer begins with faith, even having faith that the challenge that you have can actually turn into a gift to you from God because man's problems are God's opportunities. And Jesus said, he that overcomes much, loves much. And so rather than looking at your challenge as something that's like a terrible thing, instead embrace it, thank God for it, because as you connect with the Lord and depend on him in the midst of your challenge, you'll be strengthened because his power will be perfected in your weakness. You will eventually overcome it and there'll be a, like a fusion that'll have taken place in your soul as you depended on God as you walk through that trial. That's why Paul tells us in the book of Corinthians that there was a messenger of Satan that was given to him. It was actually appointed from the Lord in his life. It was part of God's divine design, this messenger of Satan, this problem that Paul had. So Paul began to say, Lord, take this problem away. And then the Lord spoke to Paul. Paul cried out a number of times. The scripture says, three times Paul said, I cried out, Lord, take away this problem, this, this messenger of Satan, this thing in my life. We don't know what it was, but it was causing Paul pain. Finally, after calling upon the Lord three times about this, the Lord spoke back to Paul. And he said, Paul, 
I'm not gonna take the problem away. My grace is sufficient for you to get through this problem. And beyond that, the Lord said to Paul, my power will be perfected in your weakness. The problem was making Paul weak. But in Paul's weakness, he was even more desperate for the Lord. And the Lord said, through your desperation that you're experiencing now because of this overwhelming problem that you have, I'm gonna fuse you, your soul to mine and you're gonna come out of this thing empowered because you depended on me in your weakness and were made strong. God's power is made perfect, beloved, in our weakness. The point, be transparent with God. We're talking about authentic prayer. Real prayer takes place when you simply talk to God, sharing everything with Him. You have to open up to Him and share your life with Him. You can't just talk to God when you're feeling holy. You can't just talk to God when you're in some type of religious church mode. No, Paul said, pray ceaselessly. We talked to him about everything. As Clint Eastwood said, the good, the bad, and the ugly. And once again, making emphasis here as to why you need to talk with God when you're struggling, whether it's sin, whether it's pride, whether it's selfishness, whether it's a sexual temptation, whether that you're feeling some type of just foul attitude, whether you're dealing with the demonic spirit, whatever it is, you talk to God about it. He's right with you in it. He wants to fuse himself with you in the, the valleys. That's where the strength is, is forged. You know, I think of another scripture that you might wanna jot this down. It's in the book of 2 Corinthians chapter one. And Paul, the great apostle of the New Testament wrote this. He said, I would have you know, brethren, that I am burdened excessively beyond strength so that I despair, Paul said, even of life. So think about this. Paul was so challenged. He was so heavy with what he was burdened with. He was going through so much. He, he didn't even want to continue on. It was that heavy. He said, I would have you know, brethren, that I am burdened excessively, he said, so that I, 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 I don't even want to live tomorrow, is basically what he was saying, so that I despair of life, he said. Don't misunderstand. Paul obviously did not have a suicidal spirit. He just said life was so hard. In the natural, he didn't want to go on. But he said this, next. He said, but this happens to me, that I would learn to trust in God, in Hashem, Father God, that raises the dead. In other words, Paul was saying, God put me in such a place of hardship and weakness that there's no natural help for me. There's nobody can, that can help me right now. The physicians can't help me. My insurance agent can't help me. My governor can't help me. The president can't help me. Nobody can help me. But he said, this all has come upon me so that I would come to the very end of every earthly resource outside me and in myself so that there's only one thing left to do and that's to look up and connect with God that raises the dead. And so this is what I'm talking about. Jesus, Jesus, is standing at the door of our hearts and he's knocking. He wants us to let him in. 
He wants us to let him in. You see, sometimes people hear that word, Jesus speaking in the book of Revelation, Jesus says, behold, I stand at the door and knock. Whoever opens and invites me in, I will dine with him. Sometimes we have heard that, that scripture quoted when an evangelist gives an altar call for people to respond for salvation for the first time. And that is a very uh, good use of that particular uh, verse. It's a, it's a very applicable verse for that. But it means so much more than simply praying a sinner's prayer and asking Jesus to save us the first time. It's a continual, the Spirit of the Lord, beloved ones, He's continually knocking at the door of your heart and my heart every single day because He wants to come in deeper than we've let Him. He wants us to surrender to His mastership, His mastery, His lordship over our life more than we have. He wants us to make Him our Lord. And so transparent prayer is about letting Him in, surrendering to Him, trusting Him. And then as we do that, we surrender to His Lordship. And as we practice these principles, beloved, we are entering in to the depths of what I am calling in this series, authentic prayer. As we begin to close this episode today, notice, beloved ones, children of God, I didn't talk about formulas. I didn't talk about set prayers. Nothing that I said sounded religious because God's not religious. And we haven't been called to religion. We've been called into a divine relationship. And so Father God in Yeshua's name, in Jesus name, we thank you today, Daddy, for your love for us. Father, we thank you that right now you're knocking at the door of our hearts, that you love us, that you're waiting for us to open up because you want to come in and fellowship with us. And Father, in Yeshua's name, in King Jesus' name, we say yes to you now. I wanna ask you, put your hand over your heart with me now and say, Father, help me to open my heart to you. Father, I ask you to draw me to yourself through Jesus. Jesus, I want to let you in. Help me to open my heart wider to you. Help me to trust you. Help me to believe. Let me allow you to serve me. You see, Jesus, beloved one, he's come as a servant. He wants to serve you. But in order for him to be able to serve you and empower you and equip you, and bring you into something more, we have to talk with him. We have to be authentic and we have to let him in. God loves us so much. Will you and I break away from looking from man to be our answer and from fearing man? And will we instead turn to the Lord to make him first? God is knocking at the door of your heart right now He's waiting for you, my beloved friend, to let him in. Let's let him in together. As we do, we will experience more and more shalom. Todah Rabbah, that's Hebrew for thank you very much to everyone that is supporting this ministry so that we can continue to teach and preach the word of God 
all around the globe. I want you to know, those of you that are sowing into this ministry, we receive testimonies every single week. I mean, hundreds of testimonies from people that are telling us that they felt like they heard the word of the Lord for the first time. People that are coming to salvation. People that were falling, that got lifted up by the power and encouragement that's in God's word. And it's because of you that are sowing financially into this ministry that all those people are being helped. If you're being blessed by this ministry and you believe that can bless other people, I wanna ask you to just open your heart to listen to the voice of the Holy Spirit. And if he's prompting you to sow an offering to the Lord through this ministry, I just wanna encourage you to be obedient. And I wanna thank you once again from the bottom of my heart for making it possible for God's kingdom to spread through discovering the Jewish Jesus. Here's how you can donate or become a monthly partner. Send your tax-deductible gift to Discovering the Jewish Jesus, P.O. Box 777, Blissfield, Michigan, 49228. Or to give by credit card, visit discoveringthejewishjesus.com or call 1-800-777-7835 or text the keyword rabbi to 45777. To show our appreciation, we'll send you an audio CD and download of Rabbi's Message of the Month and our most recent newsletter. Your gift is bringing salvation, healing, and deliverance to Israel and the world through television, internet, and crusade outreaches. Finally, many of us have honored God with our finances while living, but have we considered how we can honor the Lord with our finances when we pass on? For more information, click Will and Estate Gifts at discoveringthejewishjesus.com. In the beginning, man's relationship with God was unhindered. But today, despite all of our knowledge and our understanding, we live in a planet full of hunger, sorrow, and disease. And it seems our prayers often go unanswered. In the key to answered prayer, Rabbi Kurt Schneider uncovers the theme of key prayers in the Old and New Testaments, teaching you how to pray with confidence. Rediscover how to connect with God and have your prayers answered. Get your copy today. Call 800-777-7835 or visit discoveringthejewishjesus.com. In the book of Numbers chapter 6, the Lord gave instructions to Moses and Aaron to speak this blessing over his people. And the Lord said, when you speak these words over my people, I will place my name on them and bless them receive the impartation of the Lord's blessings. Yahweh <laughs> The Lord bless you and keep you. The Lord make his face shine on you and be gracious to you. The Lord lift you up by his countenance and the Lord give you, beloved one, his peace. God bless you and shalom. 
Revelation today for a brighter tomorrow. Find Discovering the Jewish Jesus on all your favorite social media outlets and stay up to date on the content you love. Follow us on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and subscribe on YouTube. Connecting with Discovering the Jewish Jesus has never been easier. Next time on Discovering the Jewish Jesus, join Rabbi as he teaches us how to be cleansed through prayer and unlock the true authenticity that pleases God. Don't miss this exciting episode.